0: Attention, passengers. The fastened seat belt sign is on. We are on our final descent into week one. Attention, passengers. Please put on your seatbelts. We are on the final descent into week one. And this podcast is not for the faint at heart. This is the one that you need to pay attention to. The contrarian plays, the secret menu, tonight on the DFS Deli. Let's go. Right, it's a little abbreviated tonight. I've, uh, I I attended Oktoberfest tonight, and I've had a couple sauces. To the DFS Deli, I am the proprietor of this delicatessen, Salah Ali Shahid. And it is a cool, crisp Saturday night, what I consider Christmas Eve for the DFS season. We are several hours away from week one of the main slate of of football as you know week one is already kicked off with a complete domination of the buffalo bills taking care of business against the defending super bowl champs la rams but we're not here to talk about that we're here to talk about the the contrarian plays the, the 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 low percentage plays to get you to the top of your tournaments this week and i am joined tonight by my dedicated crew chill man and baker delicious taco happy saturday guys are we excited for week one or are we excited
1: for week one chill How was volleyball today man Ex- volleyball was exhausting uh but a good time as usual played with some really cool people got knocked out in the semis but that's that's how it goes uh i mean i'm mad enough to admit it if you want to hit me with that sad music for the uh for the cam acres take thank you <laughs> i'm sorry guys uh that's how the cam acres on the earlier show uh if you drafted them early i'm sorry that's my fault and that's on me and uh we'll go on ahead and get them next season uh
0: Hey, listen. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna run any victory laps right now. Okay, it is week one, but that that backfield split was pretty uh, ominous. Is the word I would say that and, uh, uh, he, he? I mean, the man didn't see the damn field. I mean, like at all. It was all Caro Henderson Jr.
1: And the last thing I'll say about it is when uh, when Sean McVay comes out and says that Cam Akers has to make the most of his carries, it's not a good sign. But uh, again, you know, this is the uh, this is the show. This is our low own, you know, show where we give, you know, the secret sauce, quote unquote, and we're uh, getting ready to, you know, do that thing, do that diving thing, you know, dive on in.
0: That's right, baby, Baker, Welcome back. Happy to have you back. You ready for Saturday's show? You ready to get into this? Uh, to, to, because this is like this is your magnum opus. This is your favorite show. Because I know you like to talk about the core stuff, but getting low-owned is like your bread and butter. I mean, it's not good bread and butter.
1: These are baker's chalk plays.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah, bad plays are baker's chalk plays, actually. So you're not wrong about that, Chill. How you feeling going into a a, a Saturday night?
2: Uh, I'm on the week too.
0: What? <laughs> Baker, I've heard, i I've, I've briefly heard some of the plays that you are going to speak about tonight, and I think you should be on week two. You're, you're not wrong about that.
2: So I'm just going to get this out of the way right now. So you know, we we went out there, we we tried our best, we we played hard, but we just didn't execute the way we we're supposed to, supposed to. And we're on the week two.
0: Is that going to be the post game conf- conference for um, Mike Tomlin tomorrow when he gets <angled>? It
2: might be. I mean, chill. You are the uh you you know Mike Tomlin's speech better than anybody, so.
1: Yeah, but I mean, there are t- there are two, you know, big Mitch Trubisky guys in here, so and I'm and not one of, all, of them. First of all,
0: upset of the day. Mm-hmm. The Steelers are going to beat the Bengals. By hook or by crook, the Steelers are going to beat the Bengals tomorrow. I'll just put it out there. Just put it out there.
2: Hey, before we get started, you want a fun fact? Sure. With the Rams losing on Thursday, this is the first time in Sean McVay's coaching career, head coaching career that he's been under 500.
0: Good. Hey, you want to know another fun fact?
2: If you tell me Josh Allen's good at football, I'm going to slap you. I
0: mean, that's not even funny anymore. It's, <laughs> it's a definitive fact. Like Josh Allen is is great at football. I came on this this podcast, this very podcast, and said that in your redraft leagues, you need a piece of the Buffalo Bills offense. I said the Buffalo Bills offense is going to be historic this year, and I'm not kidding. Despite four turnovers against the defending Super Bowl champions
1: on the road, they still hung 30-plus. I mean, that game should have been over at the half.
0: Oh, without question. They could have hung 50 on those boys. Absolutely. So, but, again, that's neither here nor there. We're talking about main slate week one DFS. And what we do is we talk about low-owned plays that could create leverage against the field to get you to the top of your tournaments. We don't talk cash games, y'all. Cash games are for pussies. Studer, sorry. You can play cash all you want. You want to know how to play cash? Take the high owned, highest-owned guys, put them in a the lineup, and, and hit submit and submit that a bunch of times. Cool. All right. Thank you for hey, taking my TED Talk. But,
2: hey, but my cash game hit.
0: Hey, but my cash game hit. I don't give a damn about your cash game. Talk to me when you do more than double up. That's what I'm talking about here at the DFS Deli. Okay? So let's get into it, guys. Injury news and notes. Alan Azar has not practiced all week. He is doubtful, trending out for tomorrow. So that opens up more confusion <laughs> in the wide receiving core for the Green Bay Packers. So we had a lot of options, and all of AA Ron's options are cheap. So Alan Lazar was the highest priced guy. He was supposed to be the main guy, the one of the guys he trusted coming out in this uh in this receiving core full of not inexperienced, because Sammy Watkins has been in the league for like ever. But we're talking about his two rookies, Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson. So that opens up more opportunities for those guys. And George Kittle, he woke up fine, apparently, and he is trying to play, but he does have a groin issue. So we don't know if George Kittle is going to give it a go tomorrow. Going against the Bears, I could see Shanahan trying to, you know, hey, we, we got this without you type of deal. But George Kittle is a gamer, so I could see him trying to play. But he could be one of those situations to avoid where he's one of those, you know, active, inactive, where he's active, but he's going to be chilling on the sideline for the majority of the time. So I wouldn't trust that situation when it comes to the tight ends in San Francisco. So if we do have a little bit of weather there, so I would be more, you know, Apt to go towards the running game when it comes to San Francisco, if you're thinking about 49ers. But as we get to talk about here shortly, as we get into the quarterback position, is that not just Trey Lance, who was the ADP darling of our redraft leagues, him and the rest of the 49ers are going to be relatively low owned. So that could create some leverage, but we can jump into it here. As we go along, as we start with the quarterback position and chill, I'll start with you. We know who the chalk is going to be, right? So we know that there's going to be some Jalen hurts love. Naturally Patrick Mahomes gets his love Lamar going against the lowly jets should get his love, but outside of that, that top tier realm of players, as far as ownership, who do you think could come in lower owned and outscore these guys at the top? Where are you targeting at the QB position this week?
1: Um, I mean, again, if we're looking at some of these plays that might not be like super high owned in comparison, I mean I think I think this Chargers team, I mean their offense as a whole I think is really going underlooked. Um, I mean, I think Studer, uh, I believe it was Studer mentioned it on on the uh, on the Wednesday show that Herbert recently has owned the Raiders. Um, this offense is going to be very, very good in a high total game. Um, so I do really like some Justin Herbert this week coming in on low, uh, low ownership. Uh, you mentioned Trey Lance. Um, I, I mean, me personally, I really do like the San Francisco offense as a whole. Um, and then at this point, uh, I mean, if, if you're really looking to get like really weird and really cheap. I, I I believe Baker mentioned this man on the Wednesday show as well, but Marcus Mariota is coming in at nothing in a game that could be a little higher scoring and they're going to be trailing or what we think they're going to be trailing. So, and, and he does have a slight rushing upside as well. So it, if Mariota could rush for a touchdown, it kind of pays off his value. In a large
0: field tournament setting, I can get behind that. But Marcus Mariota scares me. But the good thing about Marcus Mariota is that we know where the ball is going. There is no second or third receiver on this team, okay? Throwing cow pits, you're done, right? So I can I can get behind what, what you're saying with that. And Baker, you might want to vouch for chill on this one.
2: I mean, I definitely still like Marcus Mariota, you know, as you know, as we're about to land, you know, this uh this crapshoot boat that is week one. I
1: thought, uh, were, I thought you were gonna mention the airplane because he said, you know, descent.
2: No, nah, I want I mean, to take it somewhere else. Like I was gonna say a curse word, but I didn't want to swear on you know what I'm saying, on here. I, keep, I wanted to be, I keep it to... keep it PG. Exactly. So that's why I said crapshoot boat.
1: But it's, I do like Marcus.
2: I do like Marcus Mariota. I don't have to play him in large field. You know, I'll play Marcus Mariota wherever. What I do is I, 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 even in small field, I play crazy things and hope it sticks to the damn wall. Uh, so if I'm going to play Marcus Mariota, I'm playing Marcus Mariota. You know, I'm going to get him at one percent in the millionaire maker. I'm going to get him at half a percent in a small field contest Whippedy freaking do. But my, I mean, my biggest thing, and I know, you know, you mentioned him already, it it still is Justin Herbert. And my main reason is you're getting him at half the ownership of Jalen Hurts. As we've said multiple times on the show, quarterback is flat, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't really matter all that much. You play who you want to play. But you tell me that you're getting an elite quarterback at half the, at half the ownership of somebody else, uh, of the most chalky quarterback. He does have some rushing upside. It's not the rushing upside of Lamar, of a a Hurts, or anything of that nature. I get that. It's a team that's implied for 27 points. So you mean to tell me a team that's implied for one less point than the Eagles I can get that quarterback at half the percentage, at half the ownership? I will take that all day and twice on Sunday, just so you know tomorrow Sunday.
0: I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. You know, Last year, the Chargers hung 28 and 31 on the Raiders, respectively. So there's going to be some fireworks. It is the the late hammer, as it were. So Justin Herbert coming into a situation where you know where the ball is going. So this isn't random like the Green Bay situation. This isn't random like the the uh, the Chiefs situation. It's Big Mike, Keenan Allen, sprinkling a little of Jared over it, and Austin Eckler. I mean, you're talking about the third highest implied team total on the board. And there's relatively no ownership. Because, again, we've went over this on this show before. Taco Bell is not here to sell you tacos. They are here to sell you Coke products. Okay? Justin Herbert is the taco. Right? What he's trying to get you is Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. And Gerald Everett, to a lesser extent. In a large field tournament, maybe some Josh Palmer. That's what... He is leading you to again ownership amongst quarterbacks flat. However, it's what they give you, It's what they're trying to sell you, is what you're trying to build in your lineups. So yes, if no one's going to play Chargers, this is your opportunity to play Chargers.
2: Yeah, just run them all out there, and you know what I'm saying bring your ticket to the window at the end and just you know what I'm saying collect your money.
0: Right, cash out. Cash out. Absolutely. So I actually want to get you guys' opinion on my number one quarterback for tomorrow. And it's the bad man, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers projects right now at sub 5%. Aaron Rodgers, who last time he played Minnesota, went for 350 and four. The same Aaron Rodgers I get does not have Devontae Adams. I 100% understand that. But this Minnesota secondary can't cover anybody, okay? If they were my blankets, they couldn't cover me when I went to sleep, all right? So pick the cheap stack because his targets are inexpensive and you can load up anywhere else you want. You can take Dobbs, you can take Watson, you can take Watkins, take Cobb, I don't care. But you want to tell me, the back to back MVP, who has an indoor matchup at the Late Hammer, who last, again, went for 350 and four against the same Vikings team, is going to be less than 5% owned. Add to cart. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to say Devontae Adams made Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers has been successful with multiple receivers, multiple number ones. Okay. If the man can make Jordy Nelson look good, he could resurrect the dead corpse of Sammy Watkins. Okay. So that is my number one with a bullet on Sunday tomorrow. So any thoughts about the bad man, Aaron Rodgers? Chill. Yeah.
1: I mean, again, my only concern with Aaron Rodgers would just be who, who do you play him with? Um, I mean, obviously the bring backs are pretty easy, right? So, um, you know, that, that would be my only concern. Obviously, you know, any time, you know, the reigning and defending two-time NFL MVP is going unowned um, certainly could be intriguing.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, why, why do I want to waste time with these bums, with these Marcus Mariota types? And I no disrespect, but Marcus Mariota ain't going for 350 and four. He's not. Absolutely not. And I get the price. I I get the price. I get to get. The, I get you get the savings. However, your savings comes along with the Coke products. It comes along with Romeo Dobbs unowned, Christian Watson unowned, Sammy Watkins unowned, Randall Cobb unowned. Just give me the bad man and pick two. Like me, Big Bob might not might not even play tomorrow. He's injured. So I get Aaron Jones gets a target up te. They're going to be uptake. There's going to be both the backs in A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones on the field, probably at the same time, a lot. But again, you build that cheap stack. And like you said, Chill, the run backs are there. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, and Big Irv to a lesser extent. And you got yourself a game stack that no one else is going to have. You want to talk about leverage. Everybody's going to flock to the Chiefs game. I understand that. But right here, this Minnesota Packers game is going to be a gold mine for not only ownership with Sands, Justin Jefferson, of course, but who else is going to be owning that game? Who else? Baker, you're the Vikings fan. <laughs> what do you think about this situation? What do you think about this scenario?
2: I mean, I love the scenario. I absolutely love it. You know, I was looking at Aaron Rodgers as well. Um, I don't know. Some, some, some something in my giant gut, uh, just doesn't. Well, I, it, it, something doesn't feel right. I don't know if it's just because of the fact that we haven't seen it. Uh, if it doesn't feel right, or if you know, if my spidey sense is tingling and it's telling me that Cam Dansler has Aaron Rodgers' number, I don't know.
0: You no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: no, you I, did I, not. I, I really just said that. <laughs> Don't at me, bro. But I yeah, but yeah, I I I love the game. I love that game in minis. I'm not certain because I was actually thinking about the other side of it in uh, Kirk Cousins. You want to talk about leveraging, you know, Justin Jefferson's ownership? Well, if Justin Jefferson's gonna go off, who the hell's the ball coming from? So obviously, pairing him with Kirk Cousins works. Kirk Cousins has he's he's also had success versus this uh Green Bay team in recent memory. So. But uh, yeah, that's just how I feel. Yeah.
0: Sorry, man. You can feel <laughs> about it, but just you watch. Number one with the bullet, Aaron Rodgers. Tomorrow. I mean, you're right, because
2: nobody is playing him. You, you, you are definitely, definitely right. And It is the, the it, where my Justin Herbert stacks are gonna cost me all my monies, your Aaron Rodgers allows you to play a lot more things that I can't get to.
0: That's what I'm saying. That's what that's exactly what that's exactly my point. So Justin Herbert, while I love Justin Herbert, Justin Herbert is number two on my board when it comes to tournament stacks tomorrow. But that Aaron Rodgers stack is way cheaper. So let's say you run the premium stack of Justin Herbert, Big Mike, and Keenan Allen, and you run it back with Waller. Where's the rest of your money? It's in scrubs, pure scrubs. And let's say you get really freaky and get Devontae Adams on that stack on the way back. You have no money left. But if you literally go Aaron Rodgers, Dobbs, Kristen Watson, Aaron Rodgers, Watkins, Watson, whatever combination you want to, you know, complete, that's fine. And run it back with Dalvin Cook, who we'll get to running backs here in a second, but no one's going to play. Adam Thielen, who is going to probably avoid Jair Alexander, Big Irv, if for a lesser extent, you can play whatever the hell you want after that. There is no salary restrictions behind that. So give me Aaron Rodgers. And like I said, I I love Justin Herbert tomorrow. Love the Chargers office tomorrow. But if I had to build one lineup, just one, I'm starting with Aaron Rodgers, period. Period. Yeah, I can respect it. Uh, any other low owned takes at quarterback before we head over to running back?
2: So I'm ready to go to running back
1: now.
0: Joe, we good to uh, move to the next position? I think so. All right. So let's talk about the RB position, the core of most of you guys' lineups. We all know the chalk. We all know what everybody's going to do with CMC, healthy CMC. He's a 10K player. We get it. He's going to be the highest owned running back on the slate. No disrespect towards that.
2: Jonathan Taylor, he's going to be low owned. play him. Okay. No. Okay.
0: No. No, 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 no. So, JT, CMC, Joe Mixon, to a lesser extent, Aaron Jones, DeAndre Swift, Saquon Barkley because of the price point, and Antonio Gibson because he was actually the one that tried to rob his teammate. (laughs) (laughs) So, now he has a clear path.
1: (laughs) Hashtag fake news
0: yeah it is fake news of course he wasn't the one of course uh, you know I, I'm not that guy but outside of those guys if we go to the next tier of ownership we don't even need to we don't even need to go to me because we already know if big dog if my king is in the late hammer we've seen this movie and we know the ending of it big dog plays late under owned Play King Henry. I don't even need to talk about it. Well, this so there's a question for you. The Giants defense is a sieve. We know this. There's gonna be weather concerns in in New York. I'm oh, sorry, in Tennessee. So we all know what the Titans wanna do. We want to give the ball to the big dog. And the Giants ain't stopping nobody. So I mean, I want to say that, oh, you know, Derrick Henry is this late swap option and blah, blah, blah. Less than 5% of DFS players use late swap. So I don't want to hear this crap about everybody's going to go into Derrick Henry if their lineups bust early. No, they're not. No, they're not. Because outside of the people that listen to this podcast, as you should, you should be late swapping. If you are not late swapping, you are not playing DFS correctly. Period. I don't care who you are. Unless you're Chili, who plays early only, then there is no such thing as late swap. But besides him, (laughs) besides him, no one is late swapping. So if I get Derrick Henry on either site, less than 10%, playing at 4 o'clock against the Giants, please add to cart. There's There's not a number one, two, or three with a bullet. He is my list. So if you're not playing Derrick Henry and your lineup or let's say let's say you have you are a smart player and you're going to be able to late swap and you have a high priced person in your late window that you can get on to Derrick Henry. He makes for the premium late swap swaption. But this ownership is stupid. It's too low. And again, I'll go to Baker with this one. As we get to talk about Chargers more, why is no one playing Austin Eckler?
1: I was about to ask the same thing.
0: <laughs> this is not this is not a case of some bum running back coming in at you know less than 10% owned. Okay. This is Austin freaking Eckler against the, the Vegas Raiders, who have a worse run defense last year than the Giants do. So what 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 are we doing? What are we doing here? Someone talk to me. I don't care who it is. Someone talk to me.
1: Talk well, to him,
2: Baker. Well, my first question for you. I, before before I start talking to you, I'm going to talk to you. What are your percentages that you're looking at at Derrick Henry and Austin Eckler? Because I think we varied very, very much so
0: right now. I got my king at around 13%, and I got Austin Eckler at less than 10 Okay, now, This well, specifically.
2: Okay, well, that 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 well, one that explains a lot considering the fact that we play on different sites, and two, I can I switch
0: to DraftKings real
1: quick. On uh, on okay. mine, on uh, mine, I have Austin Eckler. So this will this will be FanDuel. I could go with DraftKings too. Uh, FanDuel, uh, oh, uh, FanDuel, <laughs> uh, Austin Eckler is at like basically like eleven percent. Um, I'll round down, and then. Uh, King Henry is basically at thirteen percent. Like it's it's like it's high twelve percent, but um,
2: all right. Your FanDuel numbers <laughs> look like my DraftKings numbers, which is kind of scary.
1: And then this has King Henry at eleven percent on DraftKings and Eckler at twelve percent.
2: I asked the question because of this. Is is ten percent Derek Henry or thirteen or twelve or eleven or whatever the hell percentage in that range you want to give it? it's too low low, but is it at the same point where it's just you have to smack like it's a guarantee like just 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 play derrick henry you know what i'm saying swap to derrick henry whatever
1: i mean this show i mean if you're listening to this show you know you know how much a certain two people in this show love derrick henry yes sir
2: (laughs) i mean and trust me and trust me you know uh I was ridiculed by certain people off air, because um, I wasn't on the uh, rankings uh, episode, unfortunately. But my number one running back going into the season was Derrick Henry, so trust me, I get it. I'm, I'm I, I finally, you know, learned the error of my ways when it comes to this, this Derrick Henry stuff. But I'm just not certain. Though I love the play, I'm not certain if it's just. If he if his ownership is that low to the point where it's just oh just smash it in if you can he's definitely a great play don't get it twisted but I don't know like like I said I don't know if his ownership is that low to the point where I'm like yeah like I just have to just put this in
1: for that reason well I'll just say this on at least at least on DraftKings I'm just I'm just gonna put in Austin Eckler for the four hundred dollar discount.
0: Yeah, well, DraftKings Austin Eckler is a better play than Derrick Henry. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah.
2: Well, I pose this to you. On DraftKings, right now, I'm looking at uh Alvin Kumara at half the ownership of Derrick Henry. Uh
1: my uh what I'm looking at here has Alvin Kumara at twelve percent. I'm looking at seven.
0: I have him at eight. So again, it's still gonna be a low owned play, and let's pretend like Let's not pretend that he's not going against the freaking Falcons. I mean, like, <laughs> like Alvin Kamara should smash in, in this particular spot, and no one is going to play him.
1: And, and, Kamara, like, smash.
0: And, <laughs> like, I,
2: like it is crazy for me Kamara, to be looking uh, at the at, you know, as Studer said on Wednesday, Michael Thomas, who he believes doesn't even want to play football, garnishing more ownership than Alvin Kamara right now. So, like, if there's one superstar, one stud that is standing out to me, it has to be Alvin Kamara. Like, that's, like, especially on a site like, like DraftKings. Like, I understand Derrick Henry, he, does, he doesn't need to catch the ball to be effective. Cool. Fine. But Alvin Kamara offers me an out that Derrick Henry does not. And as you know, I love my outs Sully.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I respect that. I respect that. I, I can't disagree with you on that one. Alvin Kamara was... Was up there. If Alvin Kamara had a four p.m. start next to his name, I lock him in. <laughs> By the way,
1: you y- <laughs> <laughs> just to inform everybody on the show, uh, Sully's basically gonna be sleeping in that one to four window. Without question.
0: Without question. There's gonna be one to two players and their defenses that are playing at one o'clock.
2: By the way, I, you, I don't care. You name my wonder- my number one swap player. Without a doubt,
0: I'm
2: I'm swapping Dalvin Cook.
1: Nobody's on that guy. Absolutely not. Nobody's on Dalvin Cook. Nobody's
2: nobody's playing Dalvin Cook. I don't care if every freaking fantasy guru uh, talked him up to the heavens. Nobody's still clicking Dalvin Cook's name. He is my number one swap player with a bullet.
0: But that's the thing, man. Like, people, (sighs) I hope, hope that the people that put us in your pocket. Download us. Listen to us while you're sipping your Sunday morning coffee, getting ready for football.
2: Or your Sunday morning mimosa. You could be an alcoholic like Baker.
0: Mimosa, your bagel, whatever the case may be, is that this is the pure definition of leverage. If Justin Jefferson is going to be one of the highest owned receivers, look on his team, his team, to find the leverage spot. If Justin Jefferson goes 6 for 75, no touchdowns, and Dalvin Cook goes for 101, you've gained leverage on 20 plus percent of the field that played Jefferson whereas you played Dalvin Cook. And couple that with my rant about Aaron Rodgers, he makes for a premium run back. This is how you win tournaments. It's uncomfortable. I get it. But winning tournaments is hard. And you have to be uncomfortable with doing things like this. Okay? This, I mean, again, I, I when I go over my game theories and I, I build lineups and I talk to myself about, like, what I did in the past to win tournaments, finish top 10, top 15, top 50, whatever the case may be, I look at my lineup and go, man, That lineup would really suck on a a normal day. However, I leverage plays smart to the point where if this thing, this chalky player does not hit and this other player hits, you gain leverage on the field and can pass the field. My prime example, not prime, but my example from last year was when I think it was what what week did I what week did I win the 7500 chill week 17 or 16 Uh
1: that day 2 I think it was it was I think it was 17 it was like one of the last weeks of the season I'm pretty yeah. sure it was 17 I think it was yeah. 17 too I think it was 17 So
0: week 17 DJ Moore was the chalk at wide receiver DJ Moore was the play right so everybody is owning DJ Moore everybody owns DJ Moore I looked on the same team and said, what if Robbie Anderson at a lower price outscores DJ Moore? Not the lower price, the loaner ownership as well. I played Robbie Anderson. Did I feel comfortable about it? Hell no. I was freaking scared out of my wit. Robbie Anderson at 0.2% owned outscored DJ Moore that day. And I got all the way to the top of my tournament. This is what you have to do. These are the sacrifices you have to make in order to go into a tournament and win, period. I understand how comfortable it is playing Justin Jefferson. But if you want to play someone else at a significantly lower ownership that has the same, if not higher ceiling, play you some Dalvin Cook tomorrow. And don't feel comfortable about it.
2: Or play Justin Jefferson in your flex, your lineup, you feel comfortable with it four. let it ride you like your your lineups not doing it. You got to switch that shit.
1: Hmm. That's probably a good call truthfully, because I mean, Jefferson's going to be up there for ownership, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, He's a big boy. He's a big boy.
2: People finally got hip after last year where Justin Jefferson nobody played him, nobody played him, nobody played yeah, him, I mean,
0: nobody played him, nobody never played never him. Understood
1: that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never. I mean I mean, truthfully, I, I mean that, that's a great call on Baker's part. So truthfully, if you're going to play Jefferson, put him in the, at the flex. Yeah, if you're losing, then you, you you become the biggest Dalvin Cook fan.
0: I mean yeah, that your is, your highest price guy always goes in the flex.
1: I
2: mean, that is the strat for me tomorrow. There's going to be a bunch of Justin Jefferson in that flex. And the second those lineups at one o'clock fail, case in point, if an Alvin Kamara team d- fails, hey, hey, Dalvin, let's cook with you.
0: Oh, you're going to have lineups at one o'clock? That's hilarious. I'm playing Alvin Kamara for fuck's sake. I mean, that's that's fair. <laughs> I, I love you some Alvin Kamara. I don't have room for him because I'm playing so much Austin Eckler and Derrick Henry. But like, if again, if there was a four o'clock tab next to <laughs> Alvin Kamara, you best believe he would be number one with a bullet. Let's talk about a couple low price guys before we head over to wide receiver. So, low price, low owned. Is anyone playing Clyde Edwards Alaire? No. To get a piece of this K.C. offense,
1: though I love C.E.H. for C, mm-hmm. C- hurt- for the year. He, no, he hurt my feelings a lot last year, so no. Trust and my- believe. Me. I'm gonna let my. I'm going to let my feelings get in the way on this one.
0: <laughs> As we talk about off air, Elijah Mitchell.
1: Yes.
2: I'm going to end up playing him. I, th- I feel like, I feel like, like I'm going to, end up, I don't want to, I like, I di- wasn't going to click it, but I,
1: I'm going to click I, it. I- honestly, honestly, on either website, I feel like he's <laughs> really cheap and low owned on both websites. Oh, the world You're, gi- you're giving, like, I mean, like I read earlier, you're giving us the number one running back in the San Francisco backfield at no ownership. Yeah.
2: The real question is, Sully, how much Miles Sanders you going to have?
0: What time does he play?
2: He plays at one. Zero.
0: (laughs) Again, if this Detroit game was at 4 o'clock, you best believe Miles Sanders would have the lock button next to his name.
1: The, the Hurt Business would be in business.
0: I mean, you want to talk about leverage? Let's talk about leverage.
1: Let's I mean, talk that's about ultimate, let's, let's the talk ultimate leverage. leverage. Ultimate
2: leverage spot. If somehow Listen, the guy who didn't score a touchdown last year can score a I'm touchdown. saying,
0: Miles Sanders ain't scored a touchdown since his since his Xbox One booted up, and he scored <laughs> a touchdown with himself. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> and even then, they probably called it back, and Jalen Hurts ran it in. So, I get where this is coming from, but we're talking about a defense that ranked second to last in the NFL in rush DVOA. We're talking about a implied team total that is second on the board. We're talking about fully healthy, even though Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott to a lesser extent are involved in this offense. However, a healthy Miles Sanders can produce, even though it's on the road, Completely understand that, but inside no weather concerns and I know they want to pass more. Again, I've came on this show and said that Jalen Hurts is an MVP candidate. And it's only going to be going to be because of he's going to be passing more. You don't go out and use a first-round pick to trade for you know, Arthur Juan. You don't do that. However, if game script says that this should be an ass whipping, Miles Sanders should get some tote. So, again, if they play at four, <laughs> I'd be playing some Miles Sanders.
2: By the way, I just got to update. It is not it is, it is not likely that George Kittle plays tomorrow.
0: Ah, well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Load up some Eli Mitchell. Load him up.
2: Well, if we're going to talk the leverage spot and Aaron, everybody's flocking to Aaron Jones, do you play A.J. Dillon because he is definitely the lesser owned?
0: i mean I was going <laughs> to talk about AJ Dillon, but I want to move on to wide receiver. But yes, AJ Dillon adds. I just,
2: I just wanted to throw I mean, that. I just wanted to throw that out there.
1: It's in the four o'clock window, so you so, so, are so, so, so
2: God, I can't stand you sometimes.
0: So he's on it. So he's on it. All right, wide receivers, ready. Michael Pittman Jr. He's not going to be owned. Listen, on FanDuel it's a discussion. On DraftKings you lock him in.
2: Just free square add to cart.
0: Fifty five hundred is egregious, bro.
2: Just take just take the ownership and keep walking.
0: Yeah, I, in tournaments, as we you know talk about 99 percent of the time, okay, okay. I get I get your case to fade, but you got to get unique with Michael Pittman, right? So if you are going to play Michael Pittman in a tournament, why not run him with Matt Ryan and Mo Ali Cox?
2: Get unique. So you wouldn't, so you would not run Michael Pittman just naked by himself and just keep it moving.
0: Dude, wide receivers is such a variable position. Very much so. That Michael Pittman could go six for 50, get you 11 points and be 40% owned, 30% owned. That's not good enough. Now, if he goes, if he goes nuclear, and gets a buck 20 and two, you're screwed. Yeah, you can't catch up from that. Absolutely. But that also takes away from, if he goes nuclear, the guys that own Jonathan Taylor. So, I mean, it's a catch-22 in this situation. So, if I'm playing on DraftKings, and I'm in a large field tournament, you know my philosophy, I'm fading it. Small field? I would just lock it in. FanDuel is the discussion.
2: And why is it a discussion over on FanDuel? Hit me with why it's a
0: discussion. Because I can be playing. Because on FanDuel,
1: on fanduel.com, on
0: FanDuel, <laughs> he's $7200. Oh, significantly more. Yes, which puts him in a tier you know, $600 more than Mike Williams, $300 more than Marquise Brown. $600 more than Brandon Cooks. He is more expensive than A.J. Brown. He's more expensive than T. Higgins. He's $200 less than Keenan Allen. I mean, like, those are the guys he's around. So on FanDuel, it's a .com. discussion. .com. It's a discussion. On DraftKings, he's around, Um, well, uh, scrubs. So... <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's not true.
0: Okay, rattle off some people in the same tier I just rattled off around Michael Pittman. <laughs>
1: Hold in on. terms of in terms of salary,
0: yeah, salary, yeah. Oh,
1: to, yeah. I have to I mean, actually open
0: the DraftKings. Come out. on,
1: man! Why are you disrespecting Bob Trees? <laughs> <laughs> He's got concentrated target share.
0: Uh yeah.
1: I mean, to
2: be fair, it's going to him and Austin Hooper.
1: I, I mean, I mean, truthfully, truthfully, on DraftKings, if you're going to dodge Michael Pittman Jr., it's just play Adam Thielen.
0: But that's uh, the thing, though. That's the thing. He's not a swapshin, though. He's just a price pivot at that point, because Michael Pittman plays in the early window, whereas right. Adam Thielen plays in the late window. I so mean, it's going to be tough to do that.
2: I mean, you can play DeAndre Hopkins. He's in a late window. <laughs> Stop it.
0: He's in a drive-through window right about now. <laughs> so again, I, it, the discussion is whether it's a fade. Or feast on Michael Pittman. DraftKings, I mean, large so, field, fade, small field. I, yeah, just eat it. Just
1: eat it. I, I will just say, in, in terms of, like, from Michael Pittman Jr., if you were just saying, like, you're going to, like, fade him completely, right? At least the options that are around him aren't horrible on DraftKings, right? Like, I think a lot of people – I mean, I, I if you're going to uh, fade Jefferson for Thielen, I mean – I could get behind it. I could get the reasoning behind it. Um, we know how I feel about the San Francisco offense, especially if Kittle's out. Brandon Ayuk ain't gonna be owned. No, and that and that offense is very concentrated on where the ball goes.
2: I mean, he, when he's throwing, he's throwing it to two people. It's gonna be Brandon Ayuk. It's gonna be Debo Samuel.
1: So I, I don't hate it. I, I don't. I don't hate those um if, if you're a weather person you know i don't know if you're gonna play christian kirk if you're if you're into that but i don't hate kirk either so yeah in terms of at least for week one there are some options you can I at mean, least we'll, we'll talk it. about it
0: talk about it chill let's talk about it so Debo samuel and your 49ers offense is going to be <laughs> unowned we're talking so. about a guy that literally we look at and go he can't do it again, right? He can't do it again, right? And then he keeps doing it. We did the same exact thing with Tyreek Hill, and he just keeps freaking so, doing it.
1: So, this, Debo. So, uh, you know, um, you know, we had this segment last year. This might be the prettiest fat girl. You know, it's late at night. The lights are kind of dim. The dancing's done. You ain't going home alone. You're going home with Debo. Debo.
2: Hey, Debo kind of sexy, though. That sounded all sorts of wrong for people, <laughs> for people who watch Friday. That sounds all kind of wrong in
1: so many different ways.
0: Yo, it sounds kind of hot to me. I'm not going to lie.
1: <laughs> I mean, Debo Samuel is this week's fat chick at the bar because he's coming in at less than 5% ownership.
0: The only thing that turns me off from Debo is that 1 p.m. start.
1: (laughs) Um, But no, like I mentioned, you know, this is a very concentrated offense. Uh, Debo gives you rushing upside. Um, You know, this is a man that we did disrespect in terms of uh, if we were those ADP bros, you know, where this dude was getting drafted at in, you know, yearly fantasy football. Um, But again, I mean going up against a Bears defense that isn't all that great. Um, you figured that the San Francisco defense is probably going to get you a couple turnovers in short fields. Um, you know, again, it's only going to, like, three people. So um, I, I do like me some Devo this week. Facts. I, I just... <laughs>
0: If it wasn't for that 1 p.m. thing, like I said, I'd probably be locking in Debo. There's no doubt about that.
1: I'm going to mention one gross name if he does play, uh, Drake London.
0: Yep, still questionable at this point, but it looks like he's going to give it a go. Uh, Yeah, I like Drake London as well in this spot. If
1: you're you're getting a number one wide receiver, that's going to be, you know, if we do think this game gets out of hand really quick, he's a a number one wide receiver that, it's going to get just a bunch of garbage time and it makes you, and, and it can make you weird if you do decide to play Mariota I'm with it
2: you don't I'm need anything it. else weird if you decide to play Marcus Mariota let's be real
1: you're not wrong
2: you could play the rest of the chalk and be with Marcus Mariota and be perfectly fine if the chalk
1: hits you you just want to see it in the bottom window Marcus Mariota one yard touchdown run let's go
2: no, oh, I want to see in the bottom <laughs> Marcus Mariota 80 yard
1: touchdown run. <laughs> Who's he out running?
2: He, he still got some wheels, I think.
1: <laughs> Baker, I think you could catch him. Whoa there! I am
0: far too fat for that. All right, what's the money line on Marcus Mariota throwing a touchdown to himself tomorrow?
1: This
2: <laughs> ain't the playoff game.
0: Exactly. Come on, man, give him double points.
1: Dude, I still, I dude, I still remember that day, at Neo. I think t- Tennessee was trailing. I said they're going to come back and win this game and beat the Chiefs, and they did.
2: I remember playing Marcus Mariota in daily, and I'm like, did that really count as? It really did. Oh my god, and it
0: did. It certainly did. Passing and receiving touchdown, Marcus Mariota. Oh, that was, was fantastic. It was lit. It was, lit. It was definitely lit. Baker, uh, who else on the lower end of ownership are you targeting tomorrow at the wide receiver position?
2: I mean, we talk about the Chargers. I'm still going to talk about the Chargers. If you can't see where my day is going tomorrow, if you're watching and you see the Chargers score three points, no, Baker made
0: no money, period. <laughs> neither, <laughs> neither did Sully, with the exception if the if the Packers game goes off, because guess what? Aaron
1: Rodgers broke. Let's just put it to you guys like this. If the 4 p.m. window doesn't shoot out, it's not going to look good for Sully. Oh, no. Bingo. Oh, no, it will not. I mean,
2: I mean, with Big Mike and Keenan Allen, like both of these guys should be over 10%, closer in that 10 to 15% range easily, and they're both sitting under 10%. Mike Williams is kind of underpriced, in my opinion. Um, we saw his usage last year kind of begin to take over that number one role where Keenan Allen still got a bunch of volume, but he doesn't get those high volume targets that everybody likes to, you know, roster bait over. So since, since Mike Williams does get all of those high volume targets, you know, the down the field, the end zone targets, all that fun stuff. It, you know, Mike Williams is, he should be closer to uh He should be 7,000 or higher. So since I do believe he's six, eight, I think he's a little bit underpriced, so like he's just yeah, all, all the Mike Williams, all the all the days.
0: What do you guys just take on uh, the Chiefs guys? So a lot of a lot of a lot of steam came in on you know Juju, but like the rest of these guys are going to be unowned.
1: I mean, if
2: they put me to bed. So be it.
1: It's kind of just a dart throw at that point, right? Like. I mean, you mentioned Micole Hardman, I, d- I believe, on Wednesday. I yep. Sure Then On Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I mean, at that point, you could really just play MVS and pray for a bomb, right? At that point? I you mean, could- if you're going
0: to play Patrick Mahomes, I mean, if, if, if Juju is going to be the guy, obviously, alongside Kelsey, why not pivot to MVS or an unproven Sky Moore? You know, like eh, Juju scares the sh- out of me. Like I just, I just can't get behind him.
1: I mean, his ownership, his ownership's a little high.
0: Oh yeah, a little maybe, high.
1: For me, I mean, again, maybe, for, maybe for good reason, but
0: right. But again, you want to talk about cheap stacks? Like, what if you avoided Kelsey and Juju, period, and you wanted to play Pat Mahomes, and you just go with MVS and Sky Moore, or MVS well, nobody, and Michael Hartman?
1: <laughs> Nobody's playing Sky Moore. You ain't wrong about that. Yeah, the sky
0: no. more is a wait and see. I, mean, and I know everybody wants to wait and see, but by the time you wait and see, and the opportunity is already gone. So, yeah. and I don't need to. Well, you know, you already know my low price, low low ownership receivers. I don't need to talk about them no more. The Green Bay guys again. Sit. I I I don't care if this burns me. I'd rather take the risk and try and go for the win than sit on the sideline and be like, "Damn, I should have played." Blah blah blah. Like. If Sammy Watkins is going to be the number one for Aaron Rodgers at less than 1% owned, excuse me, add to cart. He's going to throw to guys that he trusts. He already bashed his wide receivers in training camp, the rookie ones. We've seen this movie from Randall Cobb before. He shows up once or twice a year, scores two touchdowns in a game, and we're like, man, motherfucking Randall Cobb keeps doing it every time. So again, if you want to run a double that costs you no money at no ownership at this point, Randall Cobb, Sammy Watkins. Again, Sammy Watkins only scores DraftKings points and FanDuel points week one. So I'd
1: also I'd also like to point out that the Vegas Chargers game also has the highest projected pace. That's Just, important.
2: Justin Herbert for the win.
0: I mean, even a guy in that game, Hunter Renfro. No one's going to play Hunter Renfro. I was no. actually just
1: looking at Hunter Renfro's uh, own no, game. No, nobody is playing that, man. And, Which is good. Which is I, good. I, I mean, no, oh, nobody's they, playing Nobody's would, playing Hunter Renfro. I
2: would now. feel so disgusting clicking that, not
1: going to lie. That's the is point. It, is it bad that I think Devontae Adams' ownership is too low? Because J.C. Jackson is out, right? Uh, J.C. Jackson is out. But, like, and, and like, everybody seems to believe that Derek Carr isn't going to be able to get this dude the ball. And I like Derek Carr. So, See, I no, I, mean, I like it. I mean, he's the most disrespected man in, in the NFL. So, I, I actually think Devontae Adams' ownership is too low. That's just my opinion, though. I get it. I get it. 100%. Get it. You
0: ready to flip the tight end? <laughs> Yes sir. Sure. All right, listen. If you're not playing Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, Kyle Pitts, or if he plays Zach Ertz, you're 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 playing Contrarian.
1: I got Kyle Pitts at seven percent on I, DraftKings. I got, I got
0: 13, over thirteen over here on FD.
2: I got uh Zach Ertz at four percent right now.
1: I got Zach Ertz. Health. It's his I, health. Got, I got Zach Ertz at low ownership on both as well.
2: Because Zach Ertz is what I was going to say. Like, I understand his health is a concern. And that might be all the more reason if it says active.
1: Um, Hit. Kyle Pitts on FanDuel, Especially since it's the 4 o'clock. Is a, uh, like, 10%. Or no, I lied,
0: 12%. Yeah, and I would like to take back uh, everything I said about uh, Darren Waller. Because apparently he got paid. So uh,
1: his injury concerns are gone.
2: He
0: got
1: the bag.
2: He got the biggie bag.
0: <laughs> is,
1: that, he got is the he bag. Is, is he going to be your run back Baker in these in these Charger stacks?
2: I have not figured out who the hell I want to play from uh Vegas think, yet.
0: Okay, because yeah, I would think he would be a I think he'd be a premium run back. But again, if you want a low on running back, we already mentioned Hunter Renfro in the last segment. So uh, I if you if you if I you want to might
2: get disgusting
1: and play Josh Jacobs, you should just play Gerald Everett right in your Charger stacks.
0: I mean, I'm one hundred percent on board.
1: He does play in the four o'clock window.
0: With Gerald Everett or Josh Jacobs? (laughs) Gerald Everett. I'm not playing in Josh Jacobs.
1: My only concern with Jacobs is, like, I just don't know how McDaniels is going to use running backs. And I agree. And, you know. (laughs) Because, like, this is a contract... (laughs) Like, I'm a believer in contract years, and I believe this is one for Jacobs, right? Because, they, like, they're they're not re signing him.
2: No, they declined no. His, They declined his fifth year option.
1: So, no. Like, he he has something to play for. So I, I'm a believer in that. I, like, again, do you take it for it, what it's worth? It just scared the hell out of me that he played in the Hall of Fame game. Oh, whoa. Amir Abdullah. <laughs> well, who's our rookie? Is that, what, Zamir White?
2: It, it is Amir White who was, uh, if if you believe in depth charts, which none of us do, uh, is listed as fourth on their depth chart as of right now.
0: Behind who, Baker?
2: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Amir Abdullah.
2: Sully, give up on Amir Abdullah. Like, you were listen, on him his rookie year. Listen, it didn't listen, work out then. It still listen, hasn't worked out.
0: Listen, listen. If you can find a prop out there, Amir Abdullah anytime touchdown, take it.
2: I mean literally you could put a dollar on it and win a million let's be real
0: first of all no (laughs) second of all all,
1: first of all Baker if that's the case you let me know immediately (laughs) yeah you find that you find (laughs) that odd trust
0: and believe I'm putting that dollar down (laughs) but as far as tight end goes um, as I mentioned on Wednesday's show uh, I love me some Pat uh, in this spot we know Mitchell Trubisky's propensity to throw the tight ends.
2: Uh, Sully, something's um, wrong with Pat Firemuth.
0: He plays at one. Yes, <laughs> you're right. I'm talking to the casual. I'm talking to the rest I'm, of the list. I'm talking here. to you. Oh, you know, I ain't playing Pat Firemuth. <laughs> then don't,
2: don't be, don't be, don't be suggesting somebody you ain't playing. Who are you whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa! whoa, Is this isn't your Batman gloves.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that too. But did I not? Did I not text Wednesday morning? That do oh. not text me about the Daily doll here in our competition. That yeah, is going to be Mitch Trubisky
1: to the Muth getting loof. He he did. That was I can I could send you a screenshot.
0: I mean and I, that is not changing.
2: I mean I could look through it, but still. The mouth will get loose.
0: Again, I mean there's a couple there's a couple dart throws out there that are, you know, low price that could give you, you know, some 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 extra salary to add on to your stacks. I mean, you do have a starting tight end that plays for the Giants that's men priced on both sides. Daniel Bellinger,
1: anyone? Pass. I'd rather oh. just I'd rather just play Gerald Everett or Mo Alley Cox. I like the Mo Alley Cox play, I'm not gonna lie. Um, one thing I do want to mention with Kyle Pitts, uh, a fun, fun stat here um, that I'm currently reading, uh, Marcus Mariota has a career target rate to the tight end position of 28.27%, which is fourth best in the NFL, only behind some of these names you may have heard before, uh, Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. And the other quarterback would be Carson Wentz, which all of these make a lot of sense.
2: I actually huh. thought Ryan Tannehill would have been on that list.
1: Nah, man. <laughs> Lamar to Andrews, Patrick Mahomes to Kelsey, and Carson Wentz to old Zach Ertz and Goddard. And <clears throat> wow! So fun fact.
0: Wow. Okay, fair enough. Um, one last name I want to mention is uh, Isaiah Likely for uh the Baltimore Ravens. He's carved out a role in his offense. He is going to be unowned. He is min-priced and it's unlikely he stop it he proved in the preseason that this is this is going to be the third option on this offense i mean this is basically a slot receiver they're going to be running two tight ends a lot their coach came out and said that and isaiah likely has carved out a role in this offense early so again if you want to get on a guy that at this price point is going to be this could be this could be a gronk aaron hernandez type of type of tight end split moving forward because they have no receivers to trust. And again, it's a pivot situation too. So if everybody's going to be owning Rashard Bateman for some strange reason. Why not just pay payment price for Isaiah likely and see what happens. Just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. I don't think you guys like that. You didn't like Isaiah likely, did you? It's It's unlikely. I
1: mean, listen, I finished second in the GPP with my tight end getting zero, which was the Adam Trotman week, so I'm not against it. Fair. Fair.
0: Uh, Any other names I missed before we uh, finish up with stupid-ass defense?
1: All right, I'll just throw out a name. You can just give it a thumbs-up or a (laughs) thumbs-down. Boots on the Ground, David Ninjoku. What, th- what time does he play? <laughs> all right, we're moving on to defense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I assume your defenses will be in the one o'clock window. This should be a this should be a big talking point for you. First of all, I don't like <laughs> talking about defenses.
0: Okay. <laughs> Second of all, listen, I'm not playing the commanders' defense. <laughs> you can just stop that right now, okay? <laughs> You want you want the pivot? You want the pivot? Play the Jaguars defense. Again, this is the same defense that literally shit on Josh Allen. Okay? I get it. It was one game. I get it. Their you know defense was kind of, you know, sus the entire season. But I'm not paying yeah. the same exact price on DraftKings and a hundred dollars more for the Commanders. For what? Is Chase Young playing? Uh no. Okay, then why am I worried about their front? Like, I'm not playing a chalk defense. Like, no. So play anybody else you want. Just don't play the commanders, please. That's all I ask. If you can afford it, go up to the Ravens. If you can afford it, go up to the Ravens. The Jets are down another offensive lineman, minus uh, Becton, who is hurt now. They got another offensive lineman hurt. Like, and they got their backup
1: quarterback in. Um Hello. Although like my only issue with the with that one is like Joe Flacco usually does not turn over the ball. That's my only concern with that one. Obviously it's a great play. Don't don't get it twisted, but you're you're looking for a defensive touchdown. I don't know if Flacco's gonna give you that, but, but
0: eventually they're gonna be down in this game.
1: Agreed, but they gotta it, throw. Agreed.
0: They 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 got to.
2: Sully, shockingly, Amir Abdullah. Uh, if you wanted to bet at any time touchdown on Amir Abdullah, it's only plus five hundred. I thought the odds would be a lot worse than that.
1: <laughs> My dude said a
0: million. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking that it would at least be you
2: know plus a thousand. Like legitimately, I thought it might be plus a thousand.
0: Amir Abdullah anytime touchdown, book it, Baker plus five plus five fifty
2: on your Fadool, sports Sportsbook,
0: dude. That's a cart. Which don't we get access to that too? January first. Let's go. So that's my take on defenses. Any take on defenses?
1: Uh I mean, low owned is basically anything but the commanders, right?
2: I haven't even looked at ownership on defenses. I'm not even gonna lie.
0: Um, Colts, Forty ers Bengals are your highest owned.
2: I see the Saints at two percent. Sure. Run the Saints.
1: I mean, Are the Dolphins playing the Patriots at home? Yes. I'd just play the Dolphins. Homer pick. I mean... (laughs) Homer pick. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, if you really wanted to get weird at defense, you could... Like, if you want to get contrarian, you could just play the Titans defense with King Henry. I mean,
0: you want to go against the field? Completely play the Lions defense against the Hurt Business. (laughs)
1: <laughs> now that sounds disgusting I mean honestly hey, the Lions projected ownership is coming in higher than the 49ers
0: yeah because the Lions are the cheapest, second cheapest defense
1: you're not wrong just, just saying just, just onslaught the 49ers if you take anything away from the show <laughs> Niners and Chargers four yeah, if you took away, yeah if you took
0: away anything <laughs> Niners and Chargers Chargers, do that.
1: Just do that. Do the things with those people.
0: Just please, do the things with those
1: people. I mean, do we do we got to talk about boots on the ground? You know, nobody's playing the Browns defense against the paid actor. The paid actor is going to win, okay, tomorrow. I don't Crap care. He, he, he can, I, don't, I don't care. Listen, Baker, he can win, but he'll still throw the Browns at least – maybe like at least two to three interceptions worth of balls.
0: And a few sacks. You best believe Miles Garrett is getting in that ass.
2: Now, Joe, were you saying Baker as in me or Baker as in the quarterback?
1: Well, you know, one, one of you guys, his first name is actually Baker. So let's talk about the guy with the first name. Wow. Wow. <laughs> He's not wrong.
2: He's not wrong. I was going by Baker before Baker was born, so you shut your damn
1: mouth. Do we know that? You got proof of that?
2: I got proof. I got tape. You got
1: proof? Check tape. Do you know that? Do you know, like, when his mom just was like, man, I'm going to name my firstborn Baker.
2: Check tape, chill. <laughs> Check tape. <laughs>
0: All right, guys. Let's wrap the show up with one, which is Slate Breaker. Your Slate Breaker of Sunday. The guy you need to have oh, in your lineup. Easy. Low ownership. This is who easy. is breaking the slate tomorrow? Baker, who breaks the slate? We won.
1: What Charger Baker?
0: Oh yeah. The Chargers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, one is Justin Herbert and, and it's Justin Herbert to Mike Williams with all four of Justin Herbert's touchdowns going to Mike Williams.
1: Okay,
0: damn. Okay, so Mike Williams breaks the slate. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. So who breaks the slate tomorrow?
1: Well, you know, it's getting uh it's getting light. It's it's getting very dark here, you know, in the deli. Uh it's officially Sunday technically. Um It is. The dance floor is technically cleared out. Uh it's time to, go to not, strip club. Let's go to I'm strip not, club. Uh, I'm not uh I'm not going home alone, so uh Debo's gonna break the slate.
0: Woo-hoo! at the one o'clock window. Well oh, you're wrong. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well no, I, I definitely respect I definitely respect the Debo play. I mean if Again, if that if that if Debo's name said four p.m. next to him, you best believe I would agree with you one hundred percent, guys. I don't care what you have to say or how much you disagree. I could go, I could go with King Henry. I could say that, but I said that on Wednesday's show because I said that Austin Eckler and King Henry will score thirty plus DraftKings points. You need one of them or both of them to win. However, if I'm going to say one person is going to breaky breaky the slate and be unowned, Sammy Watkins.
2: Oh, God.
0: Goes for over 130 and three tomorrow.
2: <laughs> three. 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 Three.
0: Three. So, Three. Here,
2: so my Sammy Three. Watkins and Mike Williams teams are about to go dummy between the two of us.
0: I will make sure they're in the same damn lineup. You best believe. I'm throwing in one team at least that has Debo Samuel. That will be my only one o'clock player. <laughs> <laughs> King Henry, Sammy Watkins, and Mike Williams. I can pick Justin Herbert or Aaron Rodgers on that one. I don't care. It doesn't even matter. It really don't. It, it really don't. So, well guys, before we get out of here, don't forget to like, subscribe, download us, put us in your pocket. Enjoy us on your Sunday cruise as we land into week one. Best of luck to all of you in your contest. And I apologize for being ahead of you in said contest. But, As chili gets out the mop buckets, as Baker cools down the grill, I would like to wish you all the best on this week one. We're here. We're finally here. Christmas has arrived. We're going to go ahead and close up the shop. Hit my music. And we'll see you all on the top. Thanks for listening.